Welcome back to another episode of the Friends from Far Away podcast. I am your keeper, Keegan, for the time being, but that's going to change up here shortly, as you guys will soon see. But we have a few things we need to tie off before we continue on with our fantastic story following this this lovely trio. Where we last left off in Jackson Hole, we found that our trio successfully banished the trolls, they dispelled the magic around town, and found themselves rather tired. Daniel, Bryn, and Deborah all found themselves passed out in in Bryn's residence in her small apartment, catching up on some much, much needed rest. And in the middle of the night, as the rest of the town uh, fell quiet, we see a De- De- our friend Deborah emerging from the small ca- cabin to go hiking into the woods. And Deborah, would you like to tell us where you're going and what you're doing? So Deborah's going back to that tree that was right next to the troll's home, and she is climbing up that tree and making herself a nice lean cuisine meal. Um, on the plate tonight we have troll. Um, as any animals need, Deborah needs a certain type of intake to stay okay. So for the night being, she is snacking on Troll for a while, and whenever she finishes, she decides to head back into the apartment. <laughs> Excellent. And with that delicious meal in your belly, sitting all nice and full, we see, while Bryn, while Deborah was doing that, we see back in the apartment that Bryn has woken up in the middle of the night. And what are you doing this evening while Daniel is still passed out? I'm going to be packing a little bit of my belongings, not too much, I don't carry too much with me, and writing a quick note and sticking it into the pocket of the flannel that uh, Daniel's wearing before I leave. Alrighty, and do you travel with all of your belongings, or what does that look like? Just a backpack or a knapsack? Yeah, just a back. It's just a backpack. So, pepper sprays in there, a toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the essentials, of course. Yeah. And with that, Bryn Winter makes her way out into the night and heads away from the town of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And Deborah comes back to Bryn's residency and doesn't see Bryn inside, but sees Daniel passed out still in the armchair. And let us see how that goes. Um, yeah, so Deborah walks in, sees a note that I'm assuming is addressed to us. Am I safe to assume that? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is addressed to you. (laughs) All right. Walks in, sees that probably Agent Mayfield's name is on there first. Gets ready, grab, puts her hand up, and smacks Agent Mayfield across the face. <gasps> what the? Ah! ah! Why? Why? What was that for? Ah! Why is your name first on this note and then mine? What? What note? This note. It was in your pocket. Didn't you know? <laughs> I was a sl- what? No, I'm was asleep. What? Where's what? What? Well, no, where? Where's the? Ah, where's the note? This this one, and she drops it into his pocket after waving it around his face or into his lap. And you drop that note into your lap, and Daniel and Deborah, you are able to unfold this piece of paper, and you see the following note written to you from Bryn. Dear Daniel and Deborah, I'm not really good at formal goodbyes or goodbyes in general. I really do hope that this isn't goodbye, um, but there are some dangerous people following me, and I can't risk you getting caught and brought down with me. I'm going to have to lay low for a while and skip town because of the feeds of me combing that girl's body. I'm pretty sure that got the my scent up their noses again so hope to see you soon but for now bye so she left this apartment and you stayed asleep you didn't notice wait hold on why didn't you notice that she left 
because I was out doing a grocery run, for lack of a better term. Um, so it's my fault that I didn't know that she left? Yes! You were here? I didn't know she was going to leave. Oh my goodness. I can't, I, no, I don't want to deal with you. Okay, so... Okay. P.S. There's soup in the fridge. <laughs> she made a soup? And you stayed asleep the entire time? <laughs> Listen, lady. I don't want to deal with whatever outbursts or emotional or whatever the heck you're going through. Alright? I got my own problems right now. Who doesn't? <laughs> well, don't shove your problems, problems onto me, okay? Do you understand? Mm. I do, but will I obey? We'll see. You know, if you weren't a threat to this town, I'd, I'd, I'd make you into a shish kebab. <laughs> oh, I'm... I try won't. it. Try it. I won't. I don't think because you can. it's not worth my time. You're just afraid. Oh, I'm just afraid. Look, one thing I'm afraid is being stuck on this planet. I'm obviously I'm not Daniel Mayfield, not technically. It's just I'm stuck on this planet. I'm not supposed to be here. I need to find Loki. So, yeah, that's my problem. So, what's yours? You need. Do you know how to find Loki? Because if you don't know how to find him, I might know someone. Maybe. Um. That the the that depends. How? What's your friend? What's your contact? Just an old friend I know. Just an old friend. What? What do you mean? What's my contact? I don't know my number. No. You. <laughs> what is? What is your old friend? Who is your old friend? Just an old friend. An old pal I used to travel with. They're they're a bit far out, though. So how far out? Unless you have any better plans, we can always how head out. How far out? Oh gosh, probably just like I don't know, three, three days. Three days by what exactly? Well, for me, it's like three uh. days by flight. Um, but I guess if we're gonna go in a in a more conventional, less con in a I don't know, in a non-flying way, it might oh. be a little bit longer. I'd say about a week. A week? Well, all right. It's, it's not like we got anything to lose. So where is... Yeah, and we have soup. Yes, and we have soup. So where is your pal, your friend, your good old travel buddy? You know, just down the way. <sighs> just lead the way. And with that, the camera zooms out from the duo in Jackson Hole who finish heating up a bowl of soup to share, finish recovering from their wounds, and we zoom in one last time on Bryn as she looks back into the peaceful valley before walking off further into the woods to be seen at a later time. And for now... That's all you're going to be hearing from me as the Keeper. Everybody, go ahead and heal up the rest of your points. Uh, the rest of your harm is going to be completely healed because... McKenna, you are now going to be the Keeper. And we established it is over a week away to travel there, so they're going to be well and fully rested for you. And would you like to go ahead and introduce where exactly our characters are headed to next and where they're going to find... Uh, Deborah's acquaintance. Sure. So after a week of um, non-flight travel, they will find themselves in the town of Bethlehem in Pennsylvania. Their quarry is Lehigh University, where Deborah's contact has been working for the past few months. Now this is a very small, sleepy town nestled in rolling hills covered in trees, and the campus itself looks like 19th century brick building with white marble trim and bricks covered in ivy all the way up to the second floor. They have gardeners specifically dedicated to trimming back this ivy but like to keep it all nice and green as far as they can. The town itself is small and idyllic looking 
and there's not a lot of traffic or tourists here. So there's about one small motel on the edge of town where Deborah and Daniel find themselves. All right. Um, so we're here. Um, yeah, dude, so, we're, you know, the university. So that's right. That's what you said, right? He works at this university. Yeah, that, uh, that old chump's a professor here, if I remember correctly. It's been a while, um, but I'm pretty sure he's still a professor here. So I guess if you're ready, we can go get more snacks if you want, um, or we can go ahead and walk on over there. I don't really have his number these days, so we're just gonna drop on by surprise. Why, 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 why do you need snacks? We already. Oh well, I was saying if you need, if you wanted snacks, I mean, because we're just here in town. No, I'm fine. I'm... Look, to be honest, I'm not even sure. If... No, no, uh, no. I do need food, but I'm not concerned about it right now. Let's just go to your friend. <laughs> um, figure out how to get this bastard Loki. All right. And with that, I, we walk up to the college. <laughs> As you walk up to the college, you are greeted with this stone courtyard with a modern art sculpture in the center that contrasts with the rest of the college. The rest of the college, as I described before, is covered in ivy up to the second floor. Um, through the ivy, you can see it's made of red brick with white marble trim. It looks very 18th century Gothic architecture. Um, it looks a little weird to be in the middle of America with tall windows that are lead paned, and you can walk up in the center. There's two wings in the center is the main office area. If you'd like to go see where your friend would be at this point. Oh man, yeah, this this does look like somewhere he'd be. Nice style. All right, um, Jepper walks up to the front office and just knocks on the glass. I'm assuming there's glass. <laughs> Uh, yes, so it is one of those wooden doors with the glass pane, but uh, you would notice after you knock on the sign that the door says pull open. Well, dang, if only I if only I read things and then did things. Um, so Deborah looks over at Agent Mayfield and asks, would you like to go through first or do you want to wait out here? I'm I'm going through, but after you open the door. Okay, then like a pure gentleman, Deborah opens the door and leads him in. Okay, so you are greeted by a low desk with a high wooden wall and the short man, more plump, kind of balding, is sitting in a high chair behind it, working on some ledgers and typing away at a computer. And there is a sign on the edge of the desk that says Bill Cardington, secretary. And you get the sense that this is the main office of the school anyone knows where anyone is, it's probably this person. Okay, awesome. Sounds good. Um, so Deborah reads Bill most likely can't pronounce his last name, so she goes up to him and he's, she's just like, hey, Mr. C, do you know where, um, where Dr. Taylor would be? Are you a student here? Yes. Okay, okay. And, uh, you said Professor Taylor, is that correct? Yes. Well, he should be doing his lecture right about now. That would be on the first floor in the West Wing. All right, awesome. And it, would his office also be there, or where would his office be? Oh, no, his office is in the we East Wing. East Wing. All right, awesome. Well, thank you for that, and I'll just be on my way to math class and then just walks out. <laughs> Hey, Agent Mayfield, how soon do you want to meet this friend to help us? Do you want to, like, wait an hour or go to them right now? I can wait. It's not... Loki, this... this... this character, he's... <laughs> Frankly, I don't know if time even matters when trying to find him, this guy, so... I can wait. Alright, then in that case, let's go find ourselves. Wherever the East Wing is. Do you not know your East and West? I just fly. I just go where I need to go. <laughs> Alright, I'll look for it. It's not that hard. There's some brass gilded signs that point. You're able to find his office quite easily. And as you walk into his office, I'm guessing you're going in. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna knock on the door just to make sure he's there or isn't there. 
And either way, if the door is unlocked, then just go and sit on what I assume is a couch. Yeah, so there is a couch in there. The door isn't locked. Once you get into this room, you realize he probably doesn't keep anything important in here or spends much time in here. It's pretty pristine, and it just has the general amount of stuff in here. So there's some books on the shelf, but mainly everything's empty. The desk is pristine. There's a couch with one coffee stain on the left cushion. All right, yeah, then Deborah sits in, sits on the couch, um, and looks at Agent Mayfield and says, Well, make yourself at home. We have an hour. (sighs) I go ahead and sit down on one of the couches, avoiding the coffee stain. Um, Deborah. Agent Mayfield. How long have you known this um, friend of yours? Oh man, uh, it's it's been a while. He ah uh... uh, man, with the way time goes, I can't tell you exactly how long it's been, but I know it's been at least twenty or so. It's been more than twenty years. I can tell you that, but I just I lose track of time always. So it's it's been a while. We've been friends for a while, and we haven't seen each other in about a year or so, so... so how'd you know he would be here anyway? I just guessed. A guess. So he couldn't... The last time I, we saw each other, he spoke about wanting to settle down and wanting to... He didn't want to go on any more of our adventures. He just wanted to be an old man, so he just said... Uh, he had spoke about teaching, and this was about the last time we saw each other, so I... The type of man he is, he stays in the same area for a little bit, so I just thought he'd be here. Okay. Well, at least you didn't completely guess. You would also notice there is a chalkboard in this room. Have you ever seen one of those chalkboards that have several chalkboards that you can slide over top of each other? Yes. That's also one. Um, It's also in this room. It is the only thing in this room that looks like it's used regularly by the professor. Does it just look like normal notes on there or it looks like notes upon notes but he erased it but quickly so you can kind of see the different layers um but you're only seeing the top two boards um you could slide them away more if you'd like to look into that while you're waiting for the professor yes and actually all right danielle you want to play some hangman we just gotta move out these uh these boards (laughs) Hangman. Yeah, hang. It's that game the kids play, right? Yeah, I know. I know the game. It's just, you know how to play it. Well, yes. You don't even need chalk to play it. You can even like scratch your like hands in dirt to make like the shape. I'm surprised uh, someone like you could play Hangman. Like me? What's that supposed to mean? I well, I took you one that would just travel and hunt monsters, and that's it. Yeah, well, sometimes you get tired, you know. Sometimes you just want to sit down and enjoy, and that's actually something fun that um, my good old friend here uh, taught me. It's just how to enjoy the small things. So they actually helped me learn the game of Hangman. It's one of the few neat games I know how to play. That and something called like Rock tree and paper or i think i got that nope that doesn't sound right it's, <laughs> it's one of those hand games it's too much coordination anyways help me move these boards uh, yeah yeah i got it i got it can't reach it but it's a wonder you need help uh with other things so i i, I go ahead and move the one of the chalkboards okay so the first the second layer of chalkboards is the same as the first covered in hastily um erased notes and runes and once you get to the bottom chalkboard in stark white it's the cleanest chalkboard you've seen it says loki is here you okay where is he okay okay what is this what is this Deborah, did you set this up? I mean, like, I flew a step, or, like, we all traveled down Deborah. here, but other than that, I didn't know what was going on. I haven't seen this man in about a year. Deborah, did you set this I up? I don't know what's going- Why did are you- Did you set this up? Did you set this up? I don't know what's going on either. I'm looking for this crap man. I do not want to know. I don't want any tricks on me. I've already had a rough day with monst- with trolls and monsters and teenagers summoning beasts to conquer the town. I don't want to deal with it any more than I need to. I need to figure out who wrote this. If you look back at the chalkboard, the handwriting of Loki is here matches the professor's handwriting, which you have ample evidence of in the other chalkboards. Deborah. 
At that moment, there's a knock on the door. Professor? Are you there, Professor? Stay quiet. I just quickly wanted to talk to you about the paper you signed. Um, do you really need it to be 500 words or can it be like 439 words? Hello? I know what to do. Wait. And Deborah, like, crushed. don't worry, I got this. I got this. And is just wait it out. Okay, then I won't do anything. What's your plan? You think they haven't heard us whispering by now? If you were to look at the door, because all the doors have a little bit of glass in them, you see this short um, girl trying to look through the glass. It looks like she's trying to stand on her tippy toes. She's got this messy dark blonde hair and thick circle glasses with really small button nose and she can't immediately see anyone from her angle so you hear her start to leave and you're left back alone. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you okay? I just realized, uh, I've, I've been on my guard for so long since I've had the revelation of Loki. I forgot that we weren't even going to be in trouble if we were spotted here. <laughs> uh, I need a break. Well, here, take a break. We have a couch. I don't actually know how much longer he has left in his lecture. It could be a long time or a little time. And... Just take a nap while we wait out and see what's going on. I, I think I do need a nap. I, uh, I need a vacation. <laughs> uh. It is that moment that the door opens and Professor Taylor walks into his office after a long lecture and a hard conversation with the dean of the school. Oh, oi. Uh, let's see, I... Uh... Deborah, my um, what are what are you doing here? Sitting on the couch. Well, uh, uh it's it's good to see you. Um, uh, I'm. What what brings you to my neck the my neck of the woods and um, this is uh, I'm I'm so who who are you? Mayfield. Mayf. Just just call M me Mayfield. Mayfield. Uh, ple pleasure to meet you. Um. Yeah, um, likewise. Uh, now's really, really not a good time. Um, Michael is, um, uh, you see, he's a very tall, like six foot three elderly man with uh, salt pepper hair. Um, he's got kind of a tan and he's got these um, little reading glasses on his face. And he I'm absentmindedly like taking a couple of files and folders out of my little side satchel bag and putting them into like the filing cabinet in the corner of the room as I'm talking to you guys. Um, wasn't expecting company at all. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it was um, good meeting you. Um, now's really, really not a good time though, Deborah. What if, um, why don't you come by the, the RV later, later today and later tonight and we, we can catch up properly. Does that, does that sound good? Um, uh, yeah, that sounds great. I just, uh, I don't know where the RV is. Uh, the reason we're in your office is just, I didn't know where you were. It's It's been a while. I just, we took a guess into the wind and we found you. <laughs> oh, uh, well, uh, th there you go again with those good tracking skills. Um, you can find, um, it's, here, I'll, I'll write it down. And he grabs a piece of paper and just writes down his address and hands it to you guys so you guys are able to find his RV. Um, if there's anything pressing, though, I guess we can discuss it now, but I was expecting uh, a student to go by here. I kind of told her to come wait for me by my office after the lecture. Um, oh. Has anybody come by? Oh, she's already come by and left. Don't worry. Ah. Uh, Professor, are you in? Oh, uh, yes, uh, come in. Come, come in. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt if you got other students. Oh, it's fine. But I just had this question about my paper. Um, and 
Michael, you would recognize this as Stacy Brooks. She is in every single one of your classes for some reason and always seems to know where you are on campus. Okay. But she's a good student and she does her work and you're usually fine with helping her out. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Um yeah, Stacy, um I'm I'm glad you you were able to, to catch up with me. Um what 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 was the question again? Could you can you repeat that please? Yes. So you said something in your lectures about how um, certain things in mythology is that when you take creatures from a certain place, like a certain culture, and you put them in a different culture, they seem more weird, more scary, because they don't have the right same context. Was that correct? Or am I misreading your lecture? No, that that was entirely correct. That was kind of the premise of today's uh, lecture on the, the uncanny valley is, and... Michael and her, I think, go off on a little tangent, just talking back and forth about the nuances of the Uncanny Valley and his whole hypothesis of the reason why humans are scared of things that go bump in the nights and vaguely humanoid things. (laughs) Okay, and then she does kind of hint or ask you, she's like, so do you feel like things like this happen even today? Or is it more of just a back then type situation? Well, of, of course these things happen today. I mean, think about it. You see it um, marginally and predominantly. You would see examples of the Uncanny Valley in things such as like robotics and 3D computer animations and lifelike dolls. Um, and of course, with the uprising of virtual reality and augmented reality, um, you do see cases of the Uncanny Valley and the human appeal of individuals being scared or eerily wary of things that are appearing to be human. Why do we still have that? Why do you think that is? Because no matter how much we advance technologically, we're still human. Exactly. We're all still human. And he looks at Deborah, and then looks back at Stacy. <laughs> uh, our basic human instinct is to fear the things that we don't fully understand. Now, our ancestors may have feared these things and moved past it or just told stories to get around it, but we as human society still have this unco- this uncanny valley. And when we are able to master our fear over it, we can find ourselves doing incredible things. W- was that helpful? Was that able to help to help you, ma'am? That was. I might be able to write 30 more words for my paper to get the right amount of words. Thank you, <laughs> of course. And she, she no, leaves. I, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh... Now, what can I do for you two? Um, Mayfield, yes. correct? Uh, I have a very peculiar question. I point at the whiteboard uh, beh- um, near me with the words, Loki is here. What the hell is this? <laughs> wow, it just came out the gate with that one, didn't you? Um, Michael Taylor, you do not remember writing that, but it is your handwriting. Hum, ah... Uh... Rather peculiar. I typically don't use the third board. I don't know what that is or why that's there. Oh, no. Odin's beard. All right, so... (sighs) Okay. So, have you ever blacked out at some point? (laughs) In what sense, my good man? (laughs) In a sense that you just can't remember a period of time. You, You know, you're at one point at a time and then all of a sudden you just are at another point and you can't remember what happened in between um hey d keeper the keeper do i remember a time that i've blacked out or can't remember stuff or what do or do what i roll for this (laughs) no as you search your memory you know you remember everything you kind of wish you had blacked out because then i would add some spice to how boring this town has been um, but you can remember everything perfectly, so the fact that you can't remember something is definitely jarring. And the only thing that's close to what he's describing is when you go to sleep, but you're asleep. Normally people can't remember anything. True. Okay. <clears throat> well, um, the only issues I found recently were, of course, sleeping. That's the only time that I'm unconscious as uh, other humans can attest that is normal though to just sleep and not see or remember things 
Okay. We'll talk about this at your van. Alrighty, well, I'll see you all later tonight, then. And I gesture them out of my office <laughs> and continue filing the work that I needed to do for the yeah, dean. I thought he... I, I didn't know we were supposed... Uh, my, my plan was to take photos of the board he wrote on, um, but I was hoping that would be just... I well, have, Daniel, I, do you I, still I have, have that camera? I would camera? say that you would have had time. Oh. You would have had time before the professor okay. came in to photograph everything. If you wanted to retroactively do yeah, that, you yeah, could totally that's... do that. Or I think we could still, um, we could still make it kind of like plot. If you just want to play this out with me for a second, Daniel, do you still have that camera? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Well, you know, I really wanted to take a picture with the old professor, so we could really quickly just go back into his um his office and see if he'd be willing to take a picture real quick. Why would he? You know, you know, that's not a bad idea. That's a good idea. Eh? That's a good idea. You're, you're. Yeah, that we can. You're a smart. You're a smart person. Ah, uh, well, thank you for that. Um, and we turn around and really quickly like knock okay. on his door. You hear a knock on your door. Come in. All right, and we open the door and we walk on in. And oh, I'm so sorry about that, Michael. Um, we just remember we wanted to take a picture with you since it's just been a while and. I'm afraid I'm going to forget later tonight. You know how my memory is. Would it be all right if we all just took a picture together? Uh, of course. Um, yes. Uh, why, why don't we do that? Uh, is here fine? He says standing in front of the board. <laughs> um, maybe uh, the board kind of doesn't make you look good. Maybe stand next. Maybe stand. Ah, oh, over here. To the of side. course. <clears throat> Perfect. Perfect. I go ahead and just take multiple, multiple photos. And Michael blinks in every single one. <laughs> it's a montage. There's like silly photos, cool photos, stupid ones. It's just a. There's million. one where Deborah accidentally tripped backwards, knocking the professor over, and he kind of leans against the wall, and you have to prop him back up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Good memories. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, um,. I do need to need to be going. I am meeting with, um, what what time is it currently? What time is it currently? In it would game? be around. Um, it would be around three, which you know it's time to meet with one of your colleagues for lunch. Yes. All right. Um, well, it has been lovely um, catching up with you currently, um, but I am supposed to have, go have a impromptu faculty meeting this afternoon with a, a partner of mine, uh, Professor Hawley. Um, but again, let us meet meet up later at my RV, and everything will 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 catch up on the old times and see what I can do to help you. Because let's be honest, you don't come to me unless you need help with something. <laughs> But uh, take hey. care. <laughs> bye bye. And he leaves the office. I I leave the office to go to head towards my lunch meeting. Sounds good. Well, so, uh, yeah. Okay, you guys have the day. Um, we can do a time skip to the night, unless there's anything anyone wants to do oh. or check out. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to keep going through my schedule of the meeting, then the swim meet, and then papers. Yes. And I assuming papers is when I was going to, when I'm grading papers at my RV is when I'll meet up with them. That would be that. Yep. Uh, unless Agent Mayfield wants to, like, look at things in the college library, then I'm good with a time skip. I... Oh, well, I wasn't even going to think about that, but yeah, um... Yeah, I'll look in the library. Okay, it's quite simple to find the library. It's near the center of the school, um, taking on the whole back section of it with tall, tall windows and rolling lanterns. There is a very stern-looking woman 
probably in her mid-50s, that you guess is the librarian. She's got um, red glasses on a silver chain around her neck. You don't know why she's wearing them, because she never puts her glasses on. They're just hanging there. <laughs> but she will always look at you weirdly as you ask for help. Um, but she'll always help you. Uh, excuse me. Um, could I get some help on looking for um, just a certain topic on uh, Norse mythology? Uh, sure. I don't know how many books we've got on that subject, but you should check this aisle. And she points to the mythology section, I guess. Um, Thank you. And you can look through there. All right. Um, so I'm going to do... Well, let me let me pull up while he's pulling up thing. his thing can i ask um, the librarian um where there would be books about lamps about lamps about lamps <sighs> she searches her brain a little bit you know she has a computer at her desk but she never uses it and she leads you to the opposite side of the library and points out a very small book in the engineering section Oh, dear gosh, that's so far away. But thank you, ma'am. <laughs> and Tebra goes on her little side adventure. Okay, so... so I know this may be, like, a completely mm -hmm. new area for you, um, but you know, since I'm looking for information, I think I would be investigating a mystery. Yes. So, okay, roll sharp. So I'm not going to roll... I'm not going to roll yet. I'm just trying to look at the questions. Okay. And see what I, um... Whoa, sword creature, no. Ooh, okay. Alright, I think I... Mmm... No, I like that, but I'm not even sure if information could give me that. Hmm. Okay, maybe this might work. I'll... I'll ask a roll and then i'll ask the question sounds good so um 2d6 mm -hmm. okay oh, oh well that's <laughs> nothing i rolled a four and a one and my sharp is a zero so that's five yeah you're walking up and down this aisle it's a very short section and it looks like you swear. It's like every mention of Loki has been stripped of this library. Um, since I failed, um, would I mark experience? Yes, you would mark an experience point okay. for that. Okay. So. Oh my. Okay, uh, in character. Oh, where is he? Where is he? he how? How? How do they do this? He's, he's nowhere. How? He's, I, literally, it, words are just blank. You could say his name and it's just a blank space. Where is he? Hey, Deborah, are you looking over his shoulder at this moment? Uh, I would say yes. I found my book and I'm about to turn around to um, show Daniel this cool book I found. Okay, just out of curiosity would you roll sharp for me oh okay where did my dice go sorry <laughs> oh man oh man you wouldn't guess it it's it's a four <laughs> Oh hey, I'd rather I'd rather gain experience by doing this than in, the, in dying in a battle. True, true. Okay, so you also get to mark a point of experience, Deborah. Um, and what I was gonna say, we're gonna leave it there. You <laughs> find your book, Deborah, but you find that this librarian, Miss Harper, will move faster than you think. It's possible for a woman of her age if you try to take this book out of the library without checking it out properly. 
As for you, Daniel, I feel like you would like to throw books, but you get a very stern look from Ms. Harper. I, I would, I, yeah, I would feel like I would throw a book, but I, it's like I would raise the book and I just see her, like, giving me daggers. I've just... And you could have sworn... Put the book back on the shelf. You could have sworn she was on the other side of the library, but as soon as she felt the vibe of someone wanting to throw a book, she was right there. So, you guys can continue in the library if you'd like, or we can do a time skip. Deborah, let's leave. There's nothing good here. All right, but did you see this cool book really quick? Like, look at that one. It's red. I, I don't. <sighs> yeah, Deborah, it's 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 a very cool book. It's it's red. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm gonna put this down since I don't have a library card, and we yeah, let's go on our way. Did you find everything you wanted, Daniel? No. Somehow. I don't know how, but every piece of information on Loki that should be there was just stripped away. It's like he erased, it's like, it's like he just removed the words out of a book, out of reality, and no one would know who Loki is. I could probably ask the librarian, and she wouldn't know who's that. He doesn't exist. There's no such thing as Loki in the Norse mythology, for all I know. Daniel, do you know if... I, and I don't really know much about this guy who you're talking about, but do you know if he, like, went by any nicknames or any, like, other type of names that you could look him up with? Or is, does he only have the one? Oh, he, he goes by Loki, and he also went by Oak Hill, my quote-unquote partner. I already tried calling him, but the number is, is already disconnected, so there's no, nothing I can do. Oh... Uh... Oh, okay. dang. Well, I guess... The trickster, the Loki, the trickster, uh, the shapeshifter. Did you look up... Did you look up books under the trickster or shapeshifter or anything? Or are those also, like, the... They're that also... You they're also stripped out. They're also stripped out. Anything that could per be related to Loki is just wiped from the books. Oh, dang. Well, uh... And I'm so sorry I couldn't help you more. Um, I guess let's go. Let's go on back to right to the now, room. Your, to only, your the friend is the only, is my only source of information. If he can't help me, I don't know who can, and I could just be stuck here. And Bryn is gone. I'm pretty sure she might have been able to help us, but I guess for now it's just you and me. Let's go back to our hotel or the RV or wherever we want to go to rest and then we'll hope that Michael can help us out. I pray, I pray your friend can help me. He's my only hope. So are you guys going to go over to Michael's trailer tonight or in the morning? Uh, tonight. Um, I, I think I... we've spoken about tonight. So tonight. Okay. So, uh, doing a jump skip, it is now around eight, eight in the at night, wow, can't talk today. Zayd at night, you come across the address that he gave you, it's really strange, um, shows you to a line of townhomes with really nice prim yards that are taken care of. And Deborah, this seems very weird, um, but if you go around the back of the townhome that you have the average for, you see the trailer that you recognize. There we go, this Parked feels in right. the backyard. <laughs> This feels right. Michael's nice, but I don't think Michael's nice enough to own a home. Um, <laughs> but here we go. Uh, Daniel, do you want to knock this time? Yeah, I'll knock. Oh, um, Michael, yes. Uh, uh, j just a minute. Um, uh, Deborah, you should be fine, but um, uh, Mayfield, uh, you... you Back up, back up, probably, for your own safety here, just a moment. Sorry, sorry about that. And you hear just him shuffling around on the inside. Uh, you hear some pots and pans crash, it sounds like. And um, you see him uh, open up the door, and he has um, a 
piece of paper uh, um, in his hand and a piece of charcoal. And he goes, uh, Deborah, you still you still have the rune, correct? Oh, yeah, it's somewhere in this bag. But yeah, I have it. We, I can find it right now here. And she pulls out like chapstick, a receipt, a little bit of troll. And um, after searching through, finds it. Oh, excellent. Uh, that's good. It looks like you still have the one I'm using. So no need to update that. Um, but as for you, my good fellow... Um, if you're wanting to come inside this, then have this on your person. And he hands you a piece of paper with a line of runes on it that um, you can make out probably bits and pieces of it because it, part of it would be written in like Old Norse. <laughs> but it looks like a hodgepodge of different old religions all signified and written down to basically come out to, I am a friend, let me enter. <laughs> Uh, come in, come in. So, Michael, uh, I, I step inside, um, and, well, McKenna, what does the RV look like? Michael, what does your RV look like? Okay, so you guys, on the outside of it, it looks, it's like a big double-wide trailer that has, um, very retro-looking, like, wizard- on a unicorn art on the outside of it like the whole hippie movement looking side of the van is painted on the inside it looks not clean necessarily but it's not messy in a bad way it's just disorganized to the average eye um there's just piles and piles of books everywhere um he also has um it looks like there's like the back room is like his bedroom it looks like he also has like three makeshift cots that are able to pull out from the side that are act as both like a sofa and beds if need be. He's got like a full kitchen in there and um, yeah, just disorganized. And now that you're holding the paper as you're looking inside, because you have that paper with the runes on it, you see that most surfaces inside this RV are covered in various runes of protective nature to keep and things this out. this is a stark contrast to his office, which you've been in. You have the sense that this is where he does most of his work, most of his research, and most of the things that are important that he has found would be found in this trailer, and he is very careful about where he leaves his notes. So, um, I have a little bit of dinner here, and you guys see that he's cooking a, a big pot of ramen noodles for you guys. Um, I'm going to go ahead and serve this up. Um, what, what can I do for you, though? I am wanting information on a, a certain character named Loki. Uh, un understood. Hey, McKenna, do I am I aware of what Loki is, or was he erased from... That sounds like he was erased from the books. Is Loki also oh, erased from my like mind? it just looked like he was erased from the books because he failed on his investigative mystery. <laughs> uh, he wasn't gotcha. exactly... You, you definitely know who Loki is. He's definitely a very big center to a lot of your research because he is a god of chaos and trickery. Yeah. Okay. That. Thank you. That's good to know. <clears throat> yes, uh, what What would you like to know about, about him in particular? I... Do no extensive lore on this being known as Loki. <laughs> so, first off, do you know any places that he may hang out in, or and any activities he partakes in, any partners he works with, any any mischiefs that he well, interacted with? Well, now, that is interesting. I, The way you're talking makes it seem as though the figure of Loki from Norse mythology actually is real. And assuming he was real, uh, I clearly would be able to... One would be able to track him through large-scale magic that would be popping up across uh, the, whatever area he's traversing at that time. And as you can see from uh, this, and he... Uh, reaches under the table and he pulls out um, a map of the United States that um, 
and a couple of crystals and little stones with runes on them as well. And he goes, um, these are kind of the main focal points across the United States that I've currently been seeing. And while more of them are appearing nowadays, I'm currently here investigating the school because of one of these fluctuations. Are one of these fluctuations the what the what the most common or the you know the hot spot for Loki's interactions? I am unable to tell the source of whatever's creating these magical surges in these areas. I just know that there's clearly a path or lack of a path therein. Um, recently, from the past, ooh. Six, seven months now, uh, there's been random fluctuations of these sightings across the United States. Did you just say seven months? Yeah, that, that, that's about right, uh, according to my uh, records here. And he, I hold up um, one of my many, many journals that are littered across the room. Uh, Michael takes serious notes about these types of things, and he holds up a journal and he shows you, he flips back. Um... Yes, yeah, here. Uh, it started about six and a half months ago, it looks like, that the fluctuations started going a little bit crazy between here and... Well, generally across, it looks like, the entire continent of North America. Six and a half months. Six and a half months, I've... Oh, you bastard. You bastard. I'm going to... Uh, anyway. Six and a half months. Okay. So... I, I need a minute. Alrighty, uh, take all the time you need. And uh, Deborah, is this all you needed? And who who is this stranger that you're traveling well, with? What have you been up to? Uh, Tell me. You know me. I've just been going around town to town. Um, recently, we were out in the. Out in the cold, out in Wyoming, and we came across some teens who decided to summon some trolls. Uh, you know. Hmm. Uh, American or They were like lighter trolls. trolls. I can't remember exactly what type. Um, the types that usually travel in like packs of two. Interesting. Uh, sounds like American trolls to me. Uh, but that that's interesting. Uh, how did that go for you? Um, it... We didn't resolve it in my favorite way, um, but we ended up being able to handle those teens. They had like a, a magical book. Um, they just found it and they and they wanted to be young and dumb and make as many decisions as they wanted and didn't and didn't want to be stopped. They just wanted to live limitlessly, but that all had to stop. So that was that wasn't. The best thing, but I mean, we got a hold of it. There were a couple deaths in the town. There were at least three that I can remember. Um, teenagers. If we hadn't gotten a hold of it, then it just would have been a massacre. It was. It was bad. Well, that was unfortunate to hear. Obviously, um, you did mention that there was a book that the teenagers were using. Do you do you have this book? Yeah, I. Uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I have the book. Yeah. Um, hang on. I go ahead and... As you um, look for the book, you notice it's missing. Bryn. Where's the book? Um, did you check the apartment for Where's it before book? we left? Are, are you are you talking to me? Well, I presume she's talking to you. She, I wasn't at this previous apartment. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I had the book. I had the book. It was, I... If this is him again, if this is him again, no, no, I, no, no, I can't. The book can't, is missing. I can't, I can't be doing this. I can't. I, uh. But there is a page of it in your back pocket. What's, why, where's this? What, wait, what the hell is this? I go ahead and open the page. So this is the page that was mainly responsible for making the portals. It can make a portal to send something to its original place of origin or to take something from its place of origin and bring it to Midgard. That's the purpose of this page. Hang on, I, I'm writing. Well, well Michael, what do you we have there? We have the book, but we have a page. 
Excellent. Well, what 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 is that that you're holding there, then, uh, Mayfield? Uh, well, the book is gone, um, but we have this page. Uh, it says uh, it can. It, it seems to be kind of like a spell, sort of thing, um, and it. <sighs> Uh, it, it basically can teleport things from the origin of Norse mythology to uh, what it says is Midgard and vice versa. Hmm. Interesting. Wait a minute. Can I tell... I'm getting this bastard. How do I teleport Loki here? I... well... I don't really practice magic. I know I've read up on it, um, and there are Plenty of okay, so you must you must know coat. somehow, some you know you have to know some way to get this man, this thing, this creature, this bane of my existence, on this plane. Um, well, this is all hypothetical, mind you, but if you or we were to get something of his of his possessions and do a proper spell with enough manpower and or somebody with actual innate magical abilities, then we potentially could force him somewhere. But I I typically find um, that Loki, if he's real, uh, he I find that trying to... Oh, hmm. Interesting. I do find, though, that trying to hold uh, higher-powered beings or beings from other planes in a single vessel or location can be rather difficult. And this would be not the easiest thing to do, but it's not impossible. It would just... I would need to look into it a bit more. Impossible doesn't concern me. If something were to be impossible, by God, I would make it possible. So, how do we get him here? I suppose it would have to start with a possession of his. Something that he directly held or was in control of. Alright. Let me think. Let me think. If if it makes it better to, you know, make sense for you, I've worked with him for, let's say... Oh, what was it? Eight months? Six and a half months? I don't really remember. Thanks to him stealing my memories. Hmm. So, I, if you were traveling with him... For... I'm not human. I'm not human. By oh, uh... At least you know, what's your, what's so. your classification, then? Are you, uh... Predator or prey? I am... <laughs> I'm, I'm something... I'm something. I'm. He is confused. I'm something that doesn't belong on this planet. And the only thing that I know is that I am connected to Loki by some way. Interesting. Fascinating. Uh, Mike, I. Oh, shoot. Michael pulls out a notebook and, like, just begins making notes and, like, drawing a likeness of you. <laughs> In this new Congrats, field guide that Daniel, he's pulled out. Congrats, Daniel, you made out. it into the journals. I have one that's about things like me, and now it looks like you're about to get one yourself. I, sure, fine, great, fantastic. I, that's not really my concern. I just need to get my hands on Loki. Of course, and I'll help you with that um, as soon as I'm able to. Um, and I guess as soon as you're able to find something that belonged to him, I mean, I guess it could work with you, hypothetically. I, sorry, I can't be of more help, um, but, you know, it was a rather long day, and I do, did have lectures and meetings all day long, so maybe, uh, what I need right now is a, is a proper night's rest to get all healed up and ready to, to assist you further tomorrow. What if we meet, um... Well, honestly... Honestly, you are literally the first step into getting what I need. The library couldn't help me. The whole section was literally erased from, you know, Loki's information was just wiped from the books. Well, so. well <laughs> uh, 
It's no wonder. Why don't we... Here. Um, I turn and I have a thing called, in my haven here, called the Lore Library. So I have, in my extensive knowledge of books, I have this cool thing that you can take a plus one forward to investigate his mystery as long as historical or reference works are appropriate. Would it be appropriate to assume that I have... That I maybe Michael himself was the reason that the library was so short on Loki related books. Uh like his bad searching skills was the reason, is that what you're asking? Uh like I was saying, like maybe it wasn't that his skills searching were so bad. What if it was like Michael borrowed all the books on Loki and currently has them in his apartment? Oh yes, that would be part of the reason. Okay, then yeah. So I have, I have a uh, plenty of extensive books on uh, Norse mythology pertaining to to Loki in particular. I believe I was, hmm, I believe I was teaching a class on this recently. That's on the only explanation the... that you can come up with for why you would have had such a concentrated volume of works on one being. Um, you can't remember any other reason. Yes, um, but. I must have had a class or something about this recently that I was teaching. It must have slipped my mind. Um, but feel free to look through these and go ahead and reap the reap the benefits of that. Oh, professor, you don't. This this is a kid on Christmas morning. Oh, oh, question. Uh, What's uh, what's with the whiteboard? The, the, not that, the blackboard in your office. I truly and honestly don't know what that was about, my good man. But I'll tell you what, you... Well, I... No, uh, I'm, I'm fine. I was gonna say, while well, I do have classes I, and papers I need to finish grading, um, feel free to, as long as you have that parchment with you, you should be able to come back to my humble abode and uh, take advantage of my extensive library and research that I've done over the years here, if that can help you in any way, try to figure out what exactly we're looking for. I will use every ounce of energy that I have to find this man. Well, I wish you the best in that endeavor then. Um, what What's the time right now at this, this point? At this point, it's reaching around 10, which is when you generally would go to bed. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, Michael's getting tired. I'm an old man. <clears throat> I well, I am up there in years. Uh, I have loved this catching up. Why don't we meet tomorrow? I still do have my professor responsibilities, but we could meet up, say, for lunch uh, here. Uh, and I, I do like this small cafe in town. You meet, meet me there. They have delicious scones and the most succulent of teas. I guess I could... And I give them that address. <laughs> I guess I'll go... I okay. Can't. All right, Michael, I remember you used to be able to stay up until the wee hours of the night with me. 4 a.m., 5 a.m. We used to just spend all nighters, but I guess you're an old man now, huh? Yes. Yes, I am, Deborah. <laughs> and, uh... I thank you all for stopping by this evening. And at this point, Michael's kind of like getting up and ushering them out of his <laughs> out of the RV a little bit so that he can go to bed and finish grading the papers. All right. All right. Well, that's our cue, Daniel. See you tomorrow, Michael. Uh, Michael is not too subtly ushering you out of his home. Alrighty. Yes, uh, see you, Mayfield and, and Deborah. It truly has been nice meet, seeing you again. I, I hope you're doing well. Oh, and uh, that reminds me. And I reach over to the side and I pull out a bag of the chips that you like and I toss them to you, Deborah. <laughs> oh, Michael, you know me so well. Oh, gosh, I'm going to cry. Um, I'll do you a favor and I'll go ahead and leave for the night while I go cry over this in our hotel room. Thank you. You're, you're a lovely sport. <laughs> Of course, of course. And once we, if you're staying in a hotel room, I'm sure we can figure something out to let you stay here. Or tell you what, you can even stay in the townhome if you want, the humble abode they tried to force me to live in. But I was reluctant to do so. So if you want, you can go ahead and help yourself in there. You know what? I, I you know me, I never pass up an offer. Um, <laughs> so we'll just stay there for now. And I was actually kind of surprised when I saw you with a house, but this makes more sense now. Um, Daniel, yeah. are you okay with staying in the townhome, or did you want to go back to the hotel? 
I'll, I'll go back to the hotel. I need to think about something. Alrighty, well, good night then. And with that, I close the door behind them. I finish cleaning up the ramen noodles and stuff like that. Uh, finish writing down some notes on uh, Mayfield in my new journal that he started. And I sit down in my lazy boy and turn on the TV for another night of watching TV until I pass out to and my old fall age. Fall to the jingle of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader in your big armchair as we pan away from the trailer. So, Deborah and Daniel, are you going back to the hotel, staying in the townhouse, sticking together, splitting up? We're going to split up. Okay, I was about to ask Agent Daniel, did you want to like be on your own for the night? or? Well, I, you already said, so... Uh, you already said that you were going to the, what was it, town hall? Town home. Town home. Um, and I, I, I'm not sure if Mayfield would be comfortable going to the town home, uh, possibly crowded and um, not alone. So uh, I'm. Oh, it's literally Michael Taylor's townhouse that no one lives oh. in. That's in front of the. Yeah. He said that he doesn't use it, so you guys can sleep there instead of the hotel. Is it two-story out of future? Yes, two-story. There's a master bedroom, a kid's bathroom, or well, a kid's bedroom, and then a office upstairs, and then a living room open to the kitchen downstairs. Well, Daniel, if you want to stay in the same home for the night, you can pick first or second floor, and we'll just have our respective floors. I think second floor might be suited for you. You have to stretch your wings and all. <laughs> stretch my monster form. Okay, uh, yeah, then I'll head up to the second floor. Okay. And, Daniel, there's a really nice sectional couch. It's basically, if you put all the couches together, um, it would make, like, about a queen-size bed, so you could stretch out quite nicely down there if you'd like. All right. Cool, 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 cool. And... Unless you guys have some things to do, I say you would go to sleep. So, Michael Taylor, you get your morning cup of joe, you're gathering your papers, you're walking out of your trailer, locking the door behind you, going to the back porch of the townhome to walk inside and through like you normally do to get to your car, and you see a strange man sleeping on your couch. Well, this is interesting. <clears throat> Uh, good morning, sir. Um, my name is Professor Taylor. Um, you, although I'm not living in here currently, I do believe you are sleeping in my home. How can I help you? Is this strange man me? Yes, you are the strange man. So, Michael Taylor, the person you met before, seems to have no recollection of ever meeting you yesterday, and that is where we're going to end the session currently. Um, we'll get back to the town of Bethlehem and this situation of Michael Taylor's forgetfulness on our next episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Friends from Far Away podcast. It has been an honor for you guys to listen to us this far. If you like what you hear from us, go ahead and tell a friend about us and get the word out there. More people listening means the more people you can talk about it with. And if you like what you're hearing from us in the or if you're liking the music you're listening to, you can go ahead and look up more of Emily's work by going at RollForFantasy.com to look up more of her works. Her music is used as both the intro and outro for our song, and she's really talented. You should go give that a look. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in next week's episode. Bye-bye.